stanza is called Will. The will of the yogi is an iron fist. Cannot be bent one iota. The true yogi is an army on the march. Relentless, supreme, a force to behold. Obstacles in the way are routed. The yogi gets to his destination because there is no other possibility in his will. The united will unites his being. And every atom is joined by the call to victory. So the yogic way is for the relentless. The quest is absurdly ambitious. The challenge is immense and genuinely frightening. Soft, gentle, demure hearts are for libraries. Thundering roars of intense will are the lifeblood of the true yogi. Such a truth goes deeply against common opinion, which associates yogic or contemplative life with passivity and meekness, and the surrender of ambition. It mistakes the silence of the heart and the serenity of samadhi for the dissolution of will. But in truth, the will becomes devastating, potent, and intoxicatingly intense. It becomes a raging fire of precise intentionality. Without such a fire, spiritual life becomes a mere platitude of moralizing and therefore a side dish to the main meal of comfort seeking. The true yogi experiences such fictions as an unyielding constraint. It hurts him deeply to remain in the sphere of mere platitudes. His incessant will destroys such plastic dreams. And so onward he marches to the summit with his relentless, powerful steps. is a commentary to the stanza called Will. This is one of my favourite stanzas, principally because it disrupts a very persistent stereotype of yogic or contemplative life. Namely, that it is passive and easy and maybe even somewhat meek in character. Worldly people often completely fail to recognize the intensity and potency 
of a genuine contemplative life. The truth that it involves an immense and unceasing effort, which is truly impossible to countenance without an extraordinary will. We're often used to seeing the will applied to external situations. So we see it and appreciate it on the sporting field, or perhaps in the arts or in business or in politics. Yogis or Yoginis seem on the surface to be people who have entirely relinquished such pursuits and instead attempted rather the opposite move of dissolving or relinquishing the will in order to find some kind of silent, stainless peace. But this is indeed merely on the surface. Because what the true yogi or yogini really relinquishes is the will oriented towards external success. Which means they do not care for winning games or turning profits or conquering territory. Their will orients more inwardly towards inward goals. And herein lies the key to this stanza, that such an orientation does not dilute or diminish the will. It actually intensifies it and makes it searingly potent. So those who have gone reasonably far upon such an inward path are indeed truly immutable. They have acquired a kind of power which far exceeds even the truly accomplished in worldly life great athletes or politicians, for example. Because however much an athlete or politician might conquer their competitors, they actually remain very weak and pitiful until they truly conquer themselves. And to do this, there is no choice but to turn the will inward. But the point of the stanza is not to turn around the lazy and unfounded stereotypes of worldly opinion. It is more like a clarion call to action for those who are already treading on an inward path. I think many such people grossly underestimate how much will is required to be successful on a yogic path. And in the same breath, grossly underestimate how much intensity and potency they are meant to uncover in themselves. Spiritual paths are always in danger of becoming mere moral platitudes, that is, a set of beliefs or values which promote the idea of being a good person. So I'm actually making rather a bold claim here that a genuine yogic path is really not about that. In fact, remaining there is potentially a sign of deep failure. The sign of success is, as the stanza put it, when the will becomes an intoxicatingly intense, raging fire of precise intentionality. That is what truly taming the mind means. And there is nothing demure about it. <laughs> 